guys. Thank you so much for coming back. This is Mondays. I'm Melissa Marin, your host. This week, I had the pleasure of chatting with my good friend, Jimena Gonzalez. It's actually been a little while since we'd seen each other, and it was really nice to reconnect. She used to work with me. We served together, and she got a new job. I want to congratulate her. It's keeping her busy, but she really seems happy. And I thank you so much for making the time to come out here. I know you got a lot on your plate. I really hope that you'll come back and hopefully do another couple episodes with me because you are so intelligent and beautiful and your vibes are amazing. It means a lot for you to share your experience with the world and having people uh, relate, I know is something that's important to you. I really hope you guys enjoy this interview. Don't forget to message me, email me, whatever way you can find to communicate with me, please do because I really do care about everything that you guys have going on. I want to hear, I want to hear it all. You're 26 now, right? I just turned 26. 11 was, days ago. How was your birthday? It was good. It was so much fun. Being in California was... Oh, yeah, that's right. You went to California. I was like, where are the Kardashians? I didn't see anyone. <laughs> Nobody famous? No. Oh, man. I was like, come on. But Matt and I, we really wanted to go to this one restaurant. We didn't. I swear to God, had we gone there, we would have seen someone famous. Nobu. Like, <gasps> all the celebrities. Yeah. The Kardashians go. Valderrama was there the night after. I'm like, ugh. That reminds me of once when I was in New York, I went to go see the Christmas tree. Eric Decker and his wife were <gasps> Jesse there. Jesse James Decker! Literally were there like 20 minutes after us. And I was like, why? <gasps> Wait, are you allowed to cuss? Yeah. Okay. That's okay, fine. Because I cuss. <laughs> Definitely. I cuss on my daily. No, that's perfectly Hi. fine. He's that's like, okay. Don't look me in the eye. Do you still go to therapy now? I do. Yeah. I had a session like two months ago. Do you ever feel like you would stop right now? No. Ever? Never? I don't think... I mean, I don't if see a reason to, to yeah. stop. I think it's, like... I can't... Like, I still find times where I'm like, God, I can't wait to have a session. Like, I need to figure it out. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so I could not... Are we recording? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <'cause I'll, laughs> No, you're perfect. I was like, I don't want to... You're perfect. I don't want to um, spill my juicy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. so funny. Okay. <laughs> well, I think... Um, so are you going to do an intro or are we just going for it? I'll or are we talking intro. not? Or are you doing it with me now or are you going natural? I'm going... I'm doing with you... I'm doing the intro later. Okay. So now you. we're just talking about it. Yeah. Okay. I'll basically... Like the intro will just basically be like, you know, my, my kind words about you. <laughs> but it also just like how old you are. Um, yeah. Where you work, what do you do for a living, how I met you, stuff like that. Okay. But um, you said that you would never stop going to therapy. That's crazy. And this is an important question. Is it um, under your insurance? So I now just got insurance for my work, so I don't even know. But I've been paying out of pocket for therapy. Wow. Yeah. So even in the times <clears throat> when I was serving, when I was not making a salary, like I still find it in my budget to go to therapy just because I think it's so important. Yeah. Like, I feel like, and that's one of the excuses that I hear of people. They're like, you know, it's so expensive or I can't afford it. It's like, okay, well, if you stop eating out, 
if you stop eating that Starbucks or drinking your daily coffee, like, you can save the money for it. So I feel like if it's important to you, you'll find a way. Yeah. And I've always found a way to make it happen because I, like, physically need it for myself. When did you find, like, okay, better question. When was your very first therapy appointment? My very first therapy appointment was when I was, I think, 20. Um, I was living in Palm Coast, and I was in community college, and I was in a relationship for about two years, and I remember that relationship was just, like, I was going to move to Jacksonville to go to college, and it was just kind of at a stage where it was like, okay, is this going to keep going forward, or is this going to end? And I just feel like two years is, like, that time we were kind of like, okay, is this the person I want to, like, be forever so with? Yeah. It's so true. Right around that two, two and a half years. Yes. You're just like, okay, this person's either really annoying or I could see a future with them. So I remember being like, okay, I just really need to go figure this out. So I was 20. And then I remember this session. I remember meeting Lindsay. But I don't remember, like, I don't even remember being in there. I just remember her asking me, like, about my self-esteem and I remember being like, I think I have good self-esteem. And I did not have good self-esteem. And then I remember her telling me that later. And I was like, wow, she could totally wow. call on my bullshit. And I just, I remember, like, not wanting to say it. Because, like, who's going to be like, oh, I'm insecure. Or I struggle with this. But I was, like, trying to filter it. And you found her through? <clears throat> I found her from my psychology class because I had a teacher who I really liked, I really connected with. And then I remember I sent her an email and I was like, hey, you know, I'm thinking about wanting to go to therapy. Do you know of anyone? And she told me that she had her daughter, who I think was around my same age. She had someone that she went to and that really helped her. And then that was my therapist today, so. Did she mention like anything in class or anything in that psychology class that made you feel like maybe therapy would help? I just feel like that class in general, I, re I remember having to do an assignment where you like go back into talking about your childhood, just like we had to write pretty much our life from birth to where you are now. And I remember just kind of going through that timeline and then you just look at all the events in your life. But for me personally, I've always known that I wanted to go to therapy. Yeah. Like it wasn't like a, just an idea that sparked. I've always found it really fascinating to have someone who's a third party like look into my life and be able to help me without any bias because yeah. you have your friends you have your parents but like we all have blinders on like we have an opinion so I feel like it can't be like unfiltered so I was just excited to go and do that and I just I'm a fixer also like I like to fix things I can't just like, like leave things mend, yeah like just no mended. I know yeah I cannot do that at all like with fights I can't just like I have to fix it. I'm the same way. Maybe that's... I, I, well, you mentioned therapy, and I've only been, I guess, to a therapist once. And the thing is, the only difference is that I asked my doctor, and I asked my doctor, and I was scared to. I wasn't, like, really super straightforward. And it's not that my doctor was a terrible person. It's just, like, I've never connected with my doctor like that. Right. Where I could feel like I can tell my doctor whatever and they would, like, get it. Mm -hmm. I just remember being... <laughs> you won't even believe because when I think about it, I sound silly. I think about what I said to him. And I was, like... I said something like, is there any, maybe, dietitians or anything that maybe... <laughs> wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Don't laugh yet. <laughs> I was, like, is there any dietitians that maybe you can like refer me to or maybe I can use 
Because you know that you can get, like, <clears throat> dietitians yeah. with your health care and stuff. Right. You can get, like, some money off. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe, you know, like, a change in diet or, like, lifestyle change might help me feel a little better. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I guess it was me just trying to diagnose myself, yeah. you know. I always did try to, like, stay away from therapy because I guess also in church they kind of, like, taught you not to go to anybody like that, you know. Yeah. And also, just for the fact that I was just like, I don't see a point in talking to somebody. Like, my therapy, honestly, besides this, like, it was talking to myself. Like, I would literally, I literally, and I still do to this day, like, that's my therapy. I talk to myself, and I just, like, sometimes I'll look in a mirror or just, like, in a quiet room, and, like, whatever I'm going through, I'll just, it'll be like I'm having a conversation with somebody and telling them, but I literally just tell myself. Yeah. But it's like, why do that when you can tell somebody who is an expert at this and can tell you, like, really what the root of your problem is instead of you just trying to sit there and, like, figure it out? I mean, I just think it's so interesting because I feel like for me, like, I'm an overthinker, so I can, like, pick a situation apart and go over it and go over it in my head, but it's like, I feel like for me, it's not healthy. Like, I have to talk to someone and get it out. Like, I'm someone who, like, if I'm fighting with my boyfriend or if I'm struggling at work or fighting with a friend, like, I have to get it out and, like, have an exchange because then I feel like... I'm like, okay, you know, I get your opinion. I'm like, was I right? Was I wrong? Like, you can just, like, kind of feel it out. So it's interesting that you can do that. I mean, more power to you. You know, everyone's different. Everyone does things differently. But it is interesting that you were saying that church doesn't, it wasn't, like, promoted. Because I've known people who had to go to therapy for, like, marriage. Like, you know, when you're about to get married and you have to do do those, like, sessions. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember them saying that they hated it, like, they didn't connect. So I just don't – I don't even feel like it has to be a religious thing. I think it's just about, like, you and bettering yourself. Like, I don't understand when people, like, look down on therapy or they make fun of it or they don't want to go because it's like, why wouldn't you want to better yourself? Like, and I understand it's a very vulnerable experience and I feel like you have to connect with your therapist and I'm lucky that I have. I mean – I've gone to her since I was 20. I'm now 26. Like, I feel like I look at her almost like a friend. But I've heard people who went and they didn't have a good exchange with their therapist. But it's like, okay, that's just one person out of so many. Like, you shouldn't give up just because of one person. I guess that's kind of what I did. Because I think maybe last year, actually, I decided to, like, finally go to somebody and the, what you know, triggered you to, to well, finally go yeah so that was my um when I told my doctor and I asked him for a dietitian he laughed at me and I was telling him the way I was feeling like I was feeling very anxious and like that I didn't have any time for anything and just like I didn't feel healthy or quote healthy and this was after you had juju right yes okay. so this was like last year so she was probably already three and when he told, or when he, when I told him about the dietitian, or that I wanted to see a dietitian, he like just referred me like a book, and he was like, "This book will really help you. Just read this book." Like he swore it was gonna change my life, and I never did read the book. You didn't? Oh my I didn't. gosh! I don't. I yeah. I Do didn't you remember what it was called? Nope. That's so. Funny. <laughs> that's really sad because that's my doctor trying to help me. But then he was like, "Okay, you know, on top of that, I'll also refer you to." Um, someone you can talk to and then if you need medication like there's somebody a psychiatrist you can talk to mm-hmm. so 
help me because who did I talk to then? <laughs> like it wasn't a, she said, he said it wasn't a psychiatrist. Like it was somebody. Did you talk to a therapist? Maybe. Okay. I just so, don't know how that works. Like I spoke to the guy for like an hour almost. And I remember talking to him and like, I remember not really feeling him, but I'm such an emotional person that literally I can just like spill anything to anybody. Like, I don't have a problem with that, and I can, you know, like, the waterworks, it'll all happen, you know? But I didn't like that. I don't know why. I just didn't like how he, maybe, yeah, exactly. It was the guy. Do you think you didn't like it because it was a man? Like, do you think had it been a woman, it would have gone better, or? Maybe, you know? Yeah. I definitely do think that guys might not get the emotions the same way, but, I mean, he clearly was a smart man, but, you know, he had all those plaques on the wall, but. Yeah. I just didn't, like you said, I didn't connect to him at all. It's all about connecting with someone. And so do you think that you would ever give therapy another chance? Well, well from what you said, um, you mentioned that you feel like you still, like you love it and you need it and you used to like even pay for it because of the importance that it did to your life. And I guess after all these years, to me, I don't have that same importance or that same priority for it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe one day when I do have like time (laughs) that's the other thing too it's time you know I know I mean I feel like it's hard because there's always going to be an excuse like I mean my therapist is it's not even in Jacksonville like it's an hour and a half away it's in Ormond so I remember driving to go there and it's like it's a dedication I mean or I've FaceTimed with her before. I've done it on the phone. So that's been nicer because obviously if I'm getting off work and then to go all the way to Ormond, like that makes it harder. But I feel like I just make it a priority because I like can't, I can't excel at anything else if I'm not taking care of myself. Yeah. And so I've just made, like for me personally, and I don't think, I mean, everyone is completely different, but I feel like for my mental health, like I just really connect with my therapist and she gives me like tools. Like she gives me the tools on how to deal with things, on why a situation could happen. Like I could say, you know, Melissa and I got in this fight, blah, blah. And she like breaks it down to where, okay, well, this was the root of the cause. This is how to fix it. So it's kind of like, it's not even what it appears to be. Like it could have been me talking about the fight with you, but then it turns into something that it's like, oh, well, this was really going on behind the scenes yeah so I feel like I'm a very like rational person like I understand you know if I'm being right if I'm being wrong but I feel like there's stuff that it's like okay this is like the real root of the problem yeah and so I think for me it's just like I like going and figuring stuff out and like making improvements and making changes so to me it's like it's just such a priority like I've made it something that no matter what financial state I'm in or whatever time restrictions I have like I gotta do it you know it's an hour a day have she has she ever been wrong about anything I don't think she's been wrong I will say it was funny there was a time when I didn't want to go to her because I didn't want to tell her something Uh like it has gotten to the point where I feel like she's one of my friends like I didn't want to admit to something a certain situation And so I actually went and saw a different therapist in Jacksonville. Yeah, I looked, I Googled it. I found a therapist. I found a woman. I went and I talked to her, you know, and she was amazing also because she was someone who believed in mental health so much that she set the price. Like she allowed me to set the price for how much. So if I could afford $20 a session, like that was it. 
So, I mean, there's definitely outlets of people who will work with you. You know what I mean? You don't have to be uh, in an amazing financial situation to go to therapy. But so I went to her. I remember talking to her, giving her the whole spiel. And I remember just being like, okay, like I was kind of waiting for her to say something or waiting for this like this connection. But I was just going for the wrong reasons. Like I was like cheating on my first therapist because I didn't want, I was scared of what she was going to say. I was, I felt embarrassed. I felt ashamed of like the certain situation, but it's like, I can't go to one person and expect to have that exchange when I have history with someone else. So, I mean, I don't think she's been wrong, but I think she's definitely, it's gotten to the point where I'm like, man, like I can't wait to tell her this or I'm like, man, I can wait to tell her this. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome that you have a relationship like that. Yeah. You see it a lot, like, in the movies and stuff. Like, I'm going to call my therapist. Yeah. So, I mean, I hope that I I hope that I do maybe get around to that because I do feel like I have a lot. <laughs> but, like, over the years, you know. But my thing is I like to try and figure it out myself. That's my problem. But sometimes you do take on too much, too many roles, I guess you can say. Yeah. Um. So, definitely in the future, I hope that that could be a – you know, a goal, a therapist maybe one day. They never, when you first, the very first time that you went, they never said anything about getting medication for anything? Well, the first time I went, the first session was just her kind of asking questions and getting to know me, like why I wanted to go, kind of my background, my childhood about myself. So for me, I don't think I was ever at a point where... I needed medication, so I don't know specifically. I'm sure she could prescribe it to me if I genuinely needed it, but I'm someone who I just would rather, I don't really want to go down that route because I feel like it's kind of like, it's like masking the problem. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to fix the problems. I'm not trying to just take a pill every day. And I guess what I was so surprised about because I was like, you know, I want somebody to talk to. I think that might help, you know. But it was like they assumed, or like my doctors, all of them just kind of assumed that I wanted medication, you know? Yeah. And, and I was I just think... like, th- that first therapy session, he was like, at the end of it, he was like, okay, well, um, I see what's going on. And like, I think that maybe you might need um, some kind of, hap- like something to make me happy. Sometime. A happy pill? Yeah, something like that he mentioned. And he was like, it's one of this or the other, you know? And I was just like, this was only after one session, first of all. And he was kind of just referring me to a psychiatrist to go to see which which one, which medication I would need. If it's like, you know, like a higher one or like a lower dose, basically like that. And I was just like, I just kind of was kind of just looking for somebody to talk to. But <laughs> you guys want to push drugs on me? Like, I, I think about it now. Like, that's probably what happens to a lot of these kids, you know, that deal with having to talk to a therapist early and they just automatically just throw these drugs at them at a young age you know yeah and I think it's hard because when you're younger or I think if they see certain signs like if you have ADHD if you have like crazy anxiety if you're going through postpartum like I feel like people just want to (laughs) put these things on you and be like okay like here's a pill here's how to fix it but I think it's just about advocating for yourself I think that's so important you know to start from the bat, if you're not someone who's looking for medication, gotta say that. Then say that. Yeah. If you're someone who is, that's totally fine too. But it's like you have to set the standard, you have to set the relationship, and if you don't like that person, like there's a million other people more. So you just, it's like it's about you. That's the good thing. Yeah. Like, 
it's about you and your experience. So if you don't find someone, like, it's kind of like dating. Like, there's other fish in the sea. So it's good to know. But for me, no. I mean, she was never, she was never someone who put me to, okay, I'm going to prescribe you this and that, which is nice because, I mean, I've had friends who deal with anxiety who take Xanax. I've known people who take Xanax. And I've just seen, I don't think everyone has amazing side effects. I think sometimes people get addicted to it. Sometimes people use it for the wrong reasons. So I'm just someone who I just wouldn't, me, myself, personally take Or it. just end up selling it to somebody yeah, else. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it's just like, I don't think, I think there's a huge problem in our society with prescription medication. Yeah. So that's just not something huge, I'm interested in. There's a huge problem in society with anxiety and depression, you know, that's what I've mentioned and you said you started to go to therapy because you're anxious I did I was anxious and I just remember I don't know I just didn't I can recognize even now today I recognize when I need a session like I feel these symptoms inside of me I feel anxious I just feel very unsettled and just kind of uneasy but what's the nice thing is with my therapist I've learned to not be afraid of those feelings because I used to be terrified. Like I'd be anxious because I felt anxious. I'm like, yeah. oh my God, the anxiety's here. Like, so it's, you're like, why can't I breathe? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> it's like you're panicking, but <laughs> for I've, no reason. Yeah. Crazy. And so now I've learned, she's taught me, you know, that I'm a very intuitive person and to just realize, okay, if there's anxiety sparking, that something's wrong. Like it's a sign that I need to fix something, that something needs to change that something needs to be altered. So I've tried really hard now to be like, okay, like maybe it's time to figure it out, but not to be scared because anxiety is hard to deal with. I mean, I've had anxiety since at a young age. Like I remember having anxiety. I've talked about it before. I just, I think it's been something that I've always dealt with. And unfortunately, I don't think it's something that's just going to go away. I think it's just about learning to it's cope a, with it's it. It's just a feeling. Yeah, it's anxiety just a feeling. It's just a feeling, but it's a lot more intense. Like depression too is just a feeling, but it's a lot more intense. Just like how it literally affects your like chemical imbalance, yeah. you know, like it fucks with it. Yeah, it's and legit. Not like, you know, like happiness. Yeah, clearly everybody feels happiness for a reason. Yeah, feel, dopamine, it's great. But, you know. Anxiety is just a feeling. Depression is just a feeling. What's your first, what do you, I don't know if you remember, but what would be your very first memory of getting anxious? I actually do remember. And it's when I was younger. Um, I don't know if I was, I think I was between like, I think I was maybe 11. And just in my childhood, I remember my brother was coming home and it was just a very tense situation for him to come home, I knew that there was going to be fighting and I knew that there was going to be, like, I just was aware that when he got home, there was going to be stuff that was happening. And so I remember I was eating Fruit Loops. Like, I remember I was eating cereal and I literally could not, I like pushed the cereal bowl away. And I was like, I'm just not hungry. I lost my appetite. And for me, I've now realized that like, even today, like, it's just waiting makes me very anxious like the anticipation like even on like a roller coaster like in the line I start to get anxious of course that's like normal like who's not terrified to go on a roller coaster but that was my first memory of being like wow like I'm not settled like I'm very like scared no I I never forget my very first was my very first memory would be 
the ball about to drop on the millennium the mm-hmm. millennium the new millennium millennium yeah millennium. and i remember all the weeks like leading up to that my brother and my sister would like scare me and like try and like because the world was supposed yes. to end yes yeah. and i remember seeing like tons of magazines and i remember my mom had this one time magazine that it was like 2000 like i know i just like remember it so clearly and ever since then i feel like that's what's kind of like um like stemmed it stemmed from that you yeah know? like always sparked. being yeah sparked it sparked my anxiety because i feel like it has a lot to do with um the world ending or like dying or shit like that you know? yeah like oh yeah that's what i'm scared of and i'm just like or like the weather like you know it's weird because everybody has their different things oh that yeah spark it some people have like that social anxiety listen that's i get been a problem i'm scared of like escalators okay like everyone <laughs> we all have our phobias we all i'm i don't like heights like no judgment but sh- like that you know that anxiety is weird like hurricanes give me anxiety like yeah anything with- the unknown yeah yeah I guess and not it. having control yeah and the end of the day, I guess that's the best way you can put it. Yeah. Things that you don't have control over. Exactly. But maybe, I don't know. Like over this past year, I think I've gotten a lot more control. And I guess, like you say, just recognizing what it is that causes those feelings. Mm-hmm. Little by little, just becoming more familiar with it. Yeah. And I definitely think, too, like looking back, I remember... Like, for me, I just feel like I'm someone who, like, I can pick up on other people's, like, emotions, other people's vibes. So I feel like my mom was anxious. And I remember that, like, rubbing off on me. I'm sure she didn't even know it, but it's, like, you can just feel people's energies and people's, the situation, like, that tense feeling. So I feel like it's just something that kind of, like, washed over me. Yeah. And... It's funny. Mean, that's funny that you say that again because my mom <laughs> actually just did it. Like she, I, we never really recognized anxiety like that before, and I think it's kind of become, you know, something people talk about more. So we kind yeah. of recognize it. But my mom always was anxious, and she didn't realize it or like talk to a doctor about it until maybe like a couple years ago. After same thing like me, kind of she after she had her last daughter, she talked to a doctor, and they were mentioned stuff about her anxiety and how she might have ADHD and stuff like that but definitely definitely get anxiety from my mom yeah just like my mom I feel like every day I start to notice it more but yeah I mean trust me there's people close into my life who I'm not gonna call you out but who don't think that they need yeah therapy and in my head I'm like you need therapy trust me like you need to go the stuff that I'm trying to put into this show like you know a balance of Everything that we have going on, just trying to find that balance was my kind of therapy, I guess. I wouldn't say I don't need therapy, and I would never say that in the future I won't go. Mm -hmm. But for somebody like me, who I guess right now I don't feel like it's a priority, Mm -hmm. what would you say? I mean, I feel like as long as you're open to it, like, I think everyone's different. Like, for me, like, you asked me if I ever see myself stopping going to therapy, and honestly, no, I don't. Like, for me personally, I just think that I have built such a foundation of trying to better myself and better the situations I'm in and just have a more understanding and awareness of, like, my stuff that I almost is, I'm just, like, it's, like, I'm not addicted to the feeling, but I just don't know when I'm ever going to be, like, okay, I'm cool. Like, I'm good. Like, I don't need... You know, like, I don't, I wouldn't say I'm dependent on therapy. Like, 
I remember being, you know, 20 years old and going like every two weeks because I felt so like, oh my God, like I needed to go. But now I could go six months without it. I could go, you know, a year without it. So I think it's all about just being open to it and not having a stigma around it where I feel like people, we just get so busy. Like if you're a student, if you're a parent, if you're working, if you're in a relationship, if you're with your friends, if you're traveling, like it's like we always put ourselves on the back burner and then we suffer and then our relationships suffer and our work suffers and our parenting, like everything. It's just like you have to take care of you before you can fix anything else and before you can make anything else better. So I feel like it's just about just having that awareness and taking care of it in whatever way works best for you. Like for me, if it's going to therapy, for you, if it's talking to yourself, if it's taking a bath, (laughs) if it's meditating, you know, there's so many ways to take care of yourself. And I just, that's what's important to me. And that's what I think is something that should be talked about. Like it's, it shouldn't be a secret. Like I remember thinking like, wow, like, you know, so I don't share with everyone like, hey, I go to therapy, but like, it shouldn't be like, I'm proud that I go to therapy. Like I'm very proud of it. And I think it's not something that should be hushed or ashamed, like everyone's going through something, you know, like there's not a single person in the world who's like, my life is perfect. I have no problems. Like everyone is going through, through something and probably relating to you more than you would ever know. So I feel like it just opens a conversation and like bridges the gap of taking care of yourself. Yeah. What would you at the end of, what would you say your typical session would go like? I mean, now I think it's great. I mean, my therapist brings her dog and you know, I'm obsessed with dogs. So for me, it's just like his name's Gator and he's the best. He's a black lab and he's so, you know, I go into the session, we sit down, obviously I pet the dog for like 10 minutes. Um, And then after that, she kind of, we, I always, I catch myself saying, oh my gosh, I have so much to tell you. And then she's like, okay, like kind of tell me. Yeah. So it's kind of like I guide it. Like I kind of tell her you know, what's going on. Cause I feel like there's always, you know, maybe a particular reason or a situation or just I'm going for something. So I just lead into it and then we talk about it and then, you know, it's great. I feel like she's funny. You know, she will give me her take on it. She'll give me her opinion. She'll give me tools. She'll go back to why the reasoning. And she just, I've realized she helps me realize shit that I already know. Yeah. Like I always, I'm like, you're so right. Or I'm like, I already knew that. You know what I mean? So it's not like she's unlocking this puzzle that I couldn't figure out. She's just giving me the tools that I already have myself. Yeah. And since you mentioned dog, like dogs are therapy. Oh my gosh. You don't know how many times I have sat in my room. I think that's why I started going because I never used to have like panic attacks or anxiety attacks like the way I used to have like this past year that I just that just passed this past year that just passed (laughs) I just remember being in bed like randomly and sometimes just being alone like randomly would give me anxiety and I would just like literally just stroke his fur and just like feel him breathing it was it literally would calm me down like that dogs are the best I honestly think that there should be therapy dogs like everywhere just imagine like being in an airport for stressed out if there was a dog over there i feel like and people's energy and their moods would change so much like at unf the therapy dogs oh my gosh i would oh, go, i would that? go there right now i'm not a student <laughs> anymore awesome. but i would still go i that love awesome dogs. but you don't have a dog 
I don't have a dog. I'm just not. What are you waiting for? I'm, I'm <laughs> waiting to be a responsible human being. Okay. No, I mean, I know I'm a responsible human being, obviously, but I'm just, I feel like having a dog, it's literally like having a child. Like, it's just such yeah, a, it's definitely. a commitment that I'm trying to get into. I mean, trust me, I want to adopt 30 dogs every day all day like trust me i have dogs on my mind all the, like my dog a dog is my background a just random a dog. golden retriever it's not even mine but i mean i'm just waiting to get to the to the right point where i'm ready to have that on myself and who knows maybe one day i'll just adopt and stop overthinking it but i'm i'm getting closer and closer to being ready i i literally will not allow definitely, myself to go to the humane society definitely. or i would leave with 10 a dog before a baby, that's for sure. <laughs> Agreed. That's my next move, that's for, for sure. sure. I'm definitely going to get a dog before I get a baby. Oh, yeah, another sure. dog. How many dogs? I could probably live with, like, three dogs, definitely. My mom has three dogs. I mean, I've lived before with, like, four dogs. I mean, it's a lot, but honestly, I've, I always see videos of people just having this rescue of, like, 500 dogs and just having their life be like that. And I was like, wow. I'm always just like, I would so do that in a second. I wish I could do that. Yeah. Life goals. So you went to UNF. What did you go to UNF for? I went to UNF for um, communications, and it was for multimedia journalism and production. That sounds like a lot of fun. It was. I liked it. I mean, I love UNF. Swoop. Represent. (laughs) (laughs) See, but the production, that honestly interests me, because I always think about it. I'm like, biology is so, like, broad that I would like to minor in something like writing or production or something like that. I love it. I always wish I minored in like psychology because I'm just I'm very interested in like people's brains and how they work and why we why we do things. I'm just so I love to dig in. I love that. Yeah. I love that too. I'm the same. Also therapy. You can get that at UNF. UNF has therapy. Like it's a resource. Really? Yeah. And it's free therapy. What? But it's not, I think, I personally never went, but I know people who did. And I think it's kind of like people training to become to become a therapist. Even still. That's yeah. Like, so, that's I mean, something. either way. It's I feel a, like I would like that so much better. It's a free, Knowing that there's yeah. somebody that's, like, kind of fresh. But they might not be good. <laughs> no, they'll probably be good. But. It's a free resource. And if they're bad, you can always be like, no, I do have someone you can refer me to. Like, it is just, you know, it's a step in the right direction. Like, you can always see. Like, I feel like there's just so many outlets people don't even try and think about like I I would never even think about it but like schools or you know maybe some churches or just looking online like there's always I mean that therapist I went to that one time like oh my gosh she would have literally let me have a session for five dollars like it's amazing yeah and it's there's people out there who are just wanting to help you and it's like why not take it like the door is open you just have to walk through it how is that why you chose kind of like communications and writing like is that your idea of helping people I I think so I mean subconsciously I I feel like I didn't know maybe that's why I was going into it but I feel like for me I've always loved to write like it's just something that has come into my life at a young age and I feel like I've been naturally just like loving it I love to read I love writing so I feel like for me like you know having the odyssey and being able to write about anything like having this platform to just share it helps me and I love it it's just so nice to put your piece out into the world and then have someone connect with you it just makes you feel so much better you're like wow I'm not alone or there's so many people like 
men I've had men before message me telling me because I wrote a piece men message you yeah well (laughs) not like that (laughs) I've had men message me about anxiety about going to therapy telling me sharing with me their stories and it's like you wouldn't think that like men are supposed to be like seriously big and strong I had an argument the other day that I don't recall very much but (laughs) I guess I was out on oh I heard this I heard I had an argument with him because he swore that, like, men don't have mental health issues. And he's, he's like, an idiot, and he has a mental he, health he said, issue. <laughs> he said, like, I'm a man, like, I don't have problems, mental health problems. Or something okay, like sure. I'm like, everybody has mental health He has problems. a closet therapist who he goes to five times a week. <laughs> a closet therapist. I've good for you. Shout out. Good for you for defending mental health. I mean, he's... You're incorrect. <laughs> you have a mind. You have health. You have mental health. Without, Welcome. Without, without a happy mind, there is no, like, you know, sad. Without the happy, there's no sad. You're not going to live your whole life, like, on the happy horse. Yeah. It's got to go down sometimes. You right? have to have the happy moments to realize you went through the sad moments. You have to have the sad moments to appreciate the happy moments. Like, it's literally just yin and yang. Where are you at right now? You feel good right now? I do feel good. I feel like I am feeling good. I feel like I feel centered. I think I'm a work in progress, and I think every day is different. But I'm just honestly trying to be – I try and be mindful and just live day – live every day just focusing on the day. Like, I think if I look too much into the future, it causes me anxiety. Yeah. So I think – I don't know what's going to happen. I don't have control. So I just literally try and live minute to minute, hour by hour, day by day. And that's the best way for me that helps me feel grounded. Because what's the point in trying to control or make all these plans? Like, I have no idea what's going to happen, which is scary and exciting. So I just try and be day to day and I'm, I feel good. And I feel better knowing that if I don't feel good, I have the resources to help myself. 